This is a Rooster Teeth production. Welcome to Off Topic. Surprise, I'm your host this week. Hey, what? Oh, the better Jones is here. Don't tell Michael I said that. Anywho. Um, <laughs> I believe. Here's the thing. Oh, my goodness. I believe it. Thank you. Um, I'm your host, Lindsay. This is Jack. We have Fredo here as well. Um, I heard that there, sometimes when we have three people on set, there's a show called What's What's Up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's Up uh, with Michael and I. And uh, Michael's not here, so this is What's he's, New. He's not here, so yeah, I guess it's What's New. What's New with Blue. Lindsay and Fredo featuring yeah. Jack. Featuring Jack. Hello. Jack being a first-time guest on Thanks What's Up. Thanks for having me on. What's New. Anytime. Thanks for having me on What's New. What's New, Jackie Cat. <laughs> it's been, uh, been a long time. been a big fan of the show, What's New. I've been watching all the episodes. Thank I've you. seen every oh. single one. Thank you. Oh, God, this is the first one. I know. Oh, I've, I've seen all of them. lying to me. Perfect record, though. I've been in the audience for all of them. I've also been on stage for all of them, too. He's been here for the chem testing. So I uh, appreciate yeah. that. Did we have him in the focus group? Or is this... I don't know. <laughs> Remember when like our first guest on the, during the test episode was a raccoon? <laughs> About that. Hang on. That's going to be a good crossover into Volume 9 promo. I should probably hit that now. Um, thank you also for watching Ruby, everybody who has. Hit it. Appreciate you. Uh, we have Episode 3 of Volume 9 hitting Crunchyroll on Saturday. So check that out. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but the, it's awesome. This is the one where Ruby dies, right? Yes. Every, sure you were everyone dies. The third episode was the big one. Where Ruby dies, gone. and then she's dead for the rest of the season. Yeah, like Umbrella Academy, she's a but then, ghost. But then she's hanging she out. comes back, but then uh, Blake dies. Yes, right. That's it's, what it was. Blake's dead. It's a domino effect. In the last episode, I was Got on it. the road driving that joke in at 60 miles an hour, and then here comes Jack speeding at 120. <laughs> 18 wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. No. And I'm here we're, for it. Hey, we're both in that same lane. <laughs> it's it's a better message coming from Jack too. Like I'll joke every now and then, but I am Ruby, so people take it seriously. They're like, oh my. God. I'm like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Like, we're, we're good. But oh, yeah. like, there's so many times no, where what, what I'll my, be with Jack. One of my favorite that. things to do is at conventions, people come up and they'll be like, oh, can you sign this? I'm like, it's Ruby. It's like, is this season one or two? Which is the ones I'm like, oh, oh, this is Ruby. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, oh, she dies this season, right? And they're like, it's like, yeah, it's like, feel, yeah, feel free to ask me any question about Ruby. I will answer it. I have no idea. Like, well, <laughs> technically, it. I do know stuff about this season, but no, I'll answer anything. Oh, feel free. I was there. We did a roundtable thing that I did some Q and A for. I'll be honest. I was just asking questions. I have no idea what happened. There was, it was Carrie and everyone speaking, speaking a lot of fancy stuff around me, and I have no idea. What you handled well, you know, it fine. As the host, you just facilitate. Exactly. Like yeah. Jack's a good host too. I mean, speaking as a host, I can say you're a good host. Thank you. Um, I love that. Also, one also check out the table reads, um, or sorry, roundtable. Excuse me. We round have that table. all on the uh, Rooster Teeth Animation YouTube channel. Check that out. But we're just answering questions about Ruby, um, Volume Nine, and all episodes from the past. So if you don't want spoilers. Go check out the episodes and then watch them. But we just kind of go more into depth about like what this volume uh, was writing-wise, how it was performing for the characters. And what I like is you say, like, I was out of the loop. I'm kind of lost hosting yeah, yeah. this thing. I mean, doing the voices for this show, there's so many times where we'll record it, and then I watch the episode. I'm like, that is not at all how I pictured it was going to be. It's totally different. So <laughs> I have to cool. jog my memory, too. You're not alone. You're good. Yeah. Well, you recorded that stuff a long time ago, right? Three like, years. season nine has been in the works for quite a while. Mm -hmm. So yep. it's oh, cool that it's actually finally out there. and. Getting you know, getting out there. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. So most yeah. like Marvel actors feel that way, right? Because well, a lot of times, like, like for Quantum Mania, for example, it's, you look at the behind the scenes stuff. It's just a giant 
blue room. Well, they were also in the void for Quantum Mania too, right? They, they shot a lot of it in the void. Or not the void, the the volume is that what it's I think called? It's called the volume. That's what I was confusing, like the void. Yeah, yeah the, the volume is the one. That's the one they do all the like Mandalorian and a lot of the Disney Plus shows. The, the big like CGI oh, wall thing. This, the, oh, yeah, that's the cool. big green screen room basically. Yeah, but that's yeah, they cool. shot a lot of Quantum Mania on that thing. So, which, which makes sense because it was a very CGI heavy movie, yeah. and it's like, okay, here's a background for you, and like, we can just, you know, develop all of the scenery of the mm -hmm. quantum realm in this, and then just put the camera wherever we want in it. So, it's pretty cool. It's like that technology is pretty sweet. So. I do like calling it the void now, too. Can we reclaim that? Volume's old news. I like thinking about it as the void because the void will stare back. Like, I imagine <laughs> if you're on set with green screen enough, eventually you start to see nothing but green screen. Like, everything's just an illusion to you. Yeah. Um, well, to, re to link that to. Okay, so Thunderbolts is a Marvel movie that's coming mm -hmm. out. Go ahead. And the rumor is that Stephen Young. Oh, yeah? From Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to play Sentry. Oh, that would be sweet. Please. And, and with, you know, Sentry is like what Marvel Superman. He's also invincible, yeah. right? Like, uh, yeah. 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 Damn, yeah. that's good. Uh, good for him. But um, with the Sentry comes the Void. Just a, yeah, so let's app. say someone doesn't know what the fuck you just said. Sentry um, <laughs> okay. is Marvel's Superman, <laughs> and um, yeah, he's, just, he's he's got the power of like a thousand suns or something. What's his something kryptonite? Like Give me a breakdown. Know, yeah. Hugs. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. It's pretty rough. It's pretty. Rough. My one weakness too. <laughs> That's why you avoid touch from anyone. I like do, yeah. you get hugged, you just drop to the Stay floor. Back. That's why I like wear that. my leather. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I do like just knowing, like you know a little bit of Marvel. Obviously, resident expert here is Alfredo. You guys have been playing Marvel Snap a lot. Oh yeah. I feel like I'm learning from proxy. Just hearing your conversations, I'm like, okay, this guy sounds really powerful and OP. Okay, no, that guy's really weak. Ooh, like I'm just picking up little bits and pieces. This is interesting because the last time Fredo and I were a podcast together, the two people on the podcast with us had wanted nothing to do with Marvel Snap. I'm here. I believe Joe and BK Tell were like crying me. about it. They we were. Kept, we kept trying to add them to the Slack channel and they kept panicking and leaving. And so we had to re-add them. It was silly. They kept just, leaving. Let me in. You know, What's the password? I mean, Maybe or maybe or not, I hit infinite rank. I don't, I don't know. Did I, Cody, did I hit infinite? Was that, oh, is that Cody. the... Oh, Cody. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cody seasons in a row. We like to I'm, I'm not only good at shooters. I can play the card game. I go, I put that card down. They put a card down, and then I put that card down. It's hard to play shooters when you're on the toilet. So you uh, know, that's true. Having Marvel I guess Snap COD there. Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> Steam Deck, you got this. Yeah, you're fine. Oh, that thing is awesome. It is pretty cool. Um, although I am playing through Resident Evil Six. Um, if you guys don't recall, it's the one where the logo is the guy sucking off a giraffe. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's How the logo. How could you forget? Uh, that no, game sucks ass. Does it? It's terrible. Really? Uh, the, the UI is completely different, but aside from that, it's just like, the first five minutes, it's just an action sequence with quick time events. Okay. Oh. That's, all right. I'm like in a helicopter going through a building into another building, and then after that, like, we crash into a building and we slam down, we fall out, and then we land on a glass floor. Oh my god, there's zombies below. Oh no, look up. They're, the plane, the helicopter is going to come crashing down on us. Quick time event, dodge out the way. It's like... Smash X. Super... And oh, Resident Evil, you know when you walk around with 80 bullets consistently? Like, yeah. And mm -hmm. just start spamming the shit out of your guns? It's... Trash. It's very bad. But I, it's the only one I haven't played. So I was like, I, I want to play it. Just because. Yeah. Unfortunately, on top of that, it is also the Ableist. 
It's also, there's a trail of pee if you didn't see that. It was just yeah. right behind yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's also the longest Resident Evil, so it's a, it's a, it's a ride. It's like 21 hours. Is that, so that's what your game, that, that's the game you're on right now? Like the one you're uh, playing? I'm playing, I mean, aside from Snap, that, and then back on Siege. I've been playing a lot with really? Joe and our friend nice. Fuya, and tonight we're playing with Ify. Okay. So uh, pray, for, pray for me. Hold on. Oh, don't, he might not have washed Sir? his hands, but I will Doctor? shake them. Doctor? Definitely not washed, but that's, that's the point. I'll never wash this piss. That's the point. Why is it moist? <laughs> Just, just right, here, smear it. right here, baby. <laughs> over, over my mic and my heart. Yeah. But, uh, no, no. Pray for Joe and I because we got Iffy. Uh oh. So, <laughs> explain Iffy's role in your siege group because me watching your streams, I'm just watching experts like wizards at play, and it seems like Iffy is very skilled. But what? What? Mm, okay. Your face is telling me other things. Go ahead. I'll let you elaborate. Uh, skill the right word to use yeah. for Iffy. Lucky. L luck. Okay. I. I've never played Siege with, with Iffy. I have played Apex with Iffy. I have played a lot of Gmod with Iffy. Played Matt and with Iffy. It's true, we yeah. did. That was a good time. That was fun. Um, that being said, I, uh, the role would be, you, you know, taking the class out on a, a field trip. Okay. And okay. Joe and I, okay. uh, I'm the, I'm the okay. teacher and Joe's the, uh, the PA and... And Iffy is... The TA, TA maybe? Yeah. TA. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There's a oh, yeah. system yeah, too. He's bringing you snacks and yeah. stuff in between. And, uh, Make sure you have and Iffy's he's along for the, the zoo trip. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is he the hyperactive kid on the leash who's trying to break into the elephant container? Or is it, is there some kind of like focus Keep there? I do, um, do you know I'm just going to let Iffy pick something? Okay. And then I'll, 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 I'll play flex. It's okay. like, oh, if he wants a hard breach... I'll pick a second hard breach <laughs> just, just, just in, just in, in case. case. Yeah. Just in case. It's I, not Apex. Epi is strong at Apex. Okay. Siege, I mean, I think even he admitted he hasn't, do, hasn't done much Siege, but he wants to get into it. So I'm like, let me, let me bring you into this world. Yeah. You played a ton of Siege for a while there. Like, you were hooked on that. I mean, it was funny you say that. I literally texted Fredo and was telling him mm. how much I was playing Siege. Like, at the time, I've fallen oh, yeah. off a little bit. I'd like to get back into it. I'm not going to be at y'all's level, and I'm, like, scared to join online lobbies. So I want to make sure I play with people I know. Mm -hmm. But I do remember, like, Jeff coming over, and he's like, what you doing? I'm, like, playing Siege, just trying to get better at this, get reaction timing. I'd play um, Terrorist Hunt a lot first before I got with anyone online. And it got to the point where Fredo was like, you have to stop. <laughs> I did because it was like I haven't touched it in three days, and here you are, like tea hunting, in the office day after day. I was like, hold up, mm -hmm. what's going on here? What happened? I'm trying to be like you, really, <laughs> honestly. Are they still adding more and more operatives to it, or they kind of yeah. cap out? They're still adding operatives. Still like How many are there now? It's like fifty. Jesus, it launched with like twelve, right? Yeah. When was the last yeah. one announced? I don't think of well, the um, the six invitational was a couple weeks ago. Hmm. Um, we actually, uh, Meg, Jackie, and I, we flew down to visit Jeremy and Kat, and we started up another um, uh, board game. Mm. But we did we like we like legacy games, so we played uh, King's Dilemma. We could talk about that because that was really fun. But you know, all of us we like Siege. Um, Meg just cosplayed uh, the elite skin for Ella. Looks awesome, and uh, we we're just like, "Yo, Sunday's a sixth invitation. Let's watch it." So we watched it, and it was oh, a ton of cool. fun. Um, but yeah, no, they're still releasing ops and changing things around, and and so I I was out of it for about a year and a half, two years, hmm. and then recently I got back in, and I was just like, "Let's 
What's going on here? What's all the different moves? <laughs> and um, it's funny because there's so many different like nuance changes. Like uh, Doc, his like stim pistol heals for like 200 or something like that now. It's, oh like, wow! Nuts. But like rook armor, mm-hmm. you have it on. You can pick yourself back up if you're like down but not out. Really? Yeah. That's cool. And I found that out because I played like a week before we went to go see Jeremy and Cat. And then I told that during the sixth invitation, I told that to Jackie. I was like, oh yeah, rook armor, you can pick yourself up like when you're down but not out. And Jackie's played, you know, a thousand hours. And mm. she's like, bullshit, stop lying to me. Why are you lying to me right now? And I'm like, no, 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 this is true. And she's like, no, this is a lie. I'm not going to fall for it. And I'm like, you know what? I put myself in this position. Man. I wish that Michael were there. He'd be like, Jackie, you're right. You should not believe what this man says. He's full of falsehoods. It was just an right. antagonist. Yeah, it would, it would have just been a whole clusterfuck. So has she has she tried Rook since then? Has she figured out for herself? Uh, no, she. I've lost Jackie to WoW. Oh, okay. Oh, really? She is back in wow. big time. Dude, WoW is a dangerous game, man. That is a game that you have to commit yourself to. Like, if you're going to play it a lot, it's like, that's your life. Mm-hmm. And so that's why Whoa. I avoid it, because I have an addict- addictive personality when it comes to MMOs, mm-hmm. where I, like, I'll start playing, I'm like, well... This is all I'm going to do for the next ever. Well, Jack, how do you think I had so much time to hit Infinite and in <laughs> Marvel Snap? Because Jack is like, look, I'm just going to do WoW tonight Uh-oh. for like six hours. And I was like, go for it. I get it. You so, know, but um, there's like a dragon class now or something. Cool. I don't know. Nice. Where, where's the WoW nerds at? Yeah. Um, so she was like, look, I'm a dragon. There's like new flying. It's like flying dragons that like you can, you can like, fly. like mounts cool cool yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and i think it's like you could fly like dragon mounts in like yeah, the starting no you can like fly in the starting areas and shit now oh shit all in right starting areas yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay hmm. so she was like oh you would have liked this because i tried a couple years ago and i was like this is fun if i wasn't like streaming yeah because you know I mean? yeah. it's not something I'd, i i would enjoy streaming i think that might have been around the same time i was getting big into siege and i think you and jackie invited me to join one of your WoW campaigns, and I got like five minutes into it, and I was like, same thing. I'm like, I have to stop. Like, one, this is very exciting, but mm-hmm. I'm so overwhelmed. There's so much happening. There's so much history behind it. Like, oh, I wasn't a WoW a player. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, I, I, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I started playing Stoneblock 3, Minecraft. Like, yeah. They, they oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feed the Beast really Stoneblock 3. Nice. Oh, no, it's dangerous. Is there, like, it's, how like how much more is there from 2 to 3? Well, I mean, it's, like, the starting, it's a little bit more uh, streamlined now, because Feed the Beast actually has their own launcher, so, like, they basically, any of the oh. Feed the Beast mod packs, like, you can launch through their own launcher, which is super convenient, but it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty much the same thing, except the whole idea with a mod pack is it takes other mod packs and kind of streamlines them into one big thing, mm-hmm. and so this one, you start, and you play for a little bit, and it like actually has like an achievement tree where it's like, okay, do all this stuff, and you unlock things and get rewards. And then once you kind of complete that, it's like, okay, which of these mod packs do you kind of want to dive into next? And there's all achievements tied to them. So it is you kind of just work your way through all of That's them. That's cool. It's like so, a, a tutorial, but also with incentives in the meantime. Yeah, and you kind of you kind of like choose your poison. So it's like, okay, I want to do like like right now I'm dealing with like water wheels and mechanical type stuff where mm-hmm. it's like you can automate things, but it's very slow, and there's like gears and cogs, and it's like. It's kind of a cool little thing, but like that's a whole mod pack. It's like I can choose just to do that or move on to the next one. They have like sorcery stuff, and it's like I could do just that if that's I wanted really to cool. for a bit. And so I'm kind of just working my way through it now. And this is fun, man. It's just like I've been, I got hooked on Satisfactory, like yeah. hard hooked on yep. Satisfactory. And uh, and so this is kind of tapping into that Satisfactory need of like automating things and making things simpler. Uh, but it's Minecraft, so it's like yeah. it's still familiar in that way too. So. That's my favorite part of playing with you in games like Minecraft is like clearly you're well versed. You want that automation. Mm-hmm. I'm eager to help and just be like the gopher whenever <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. happening. So I remember all the Stonebox series. Like we didn't get into any of the water wheels, but I remember I didn't know what to do with them, so I just hung them up on the wall.
wall behind you, like, look, Jack, yay, isn't this nice? It's, a, it's like yeah. putting, like, art on the refrigerator. Pretty yeah. much. But, uh, but no, it's been a lot of fun, and it's, it's kind of cool. And, like, I, I want to get back into more Minecraft mod stuff. Yeah. And so it's just, like, there's so much cool stuff out there. Just vanilla Minecraft now is, like, it's still tough to be like, okay, let's go build things. Like, uh, like I like I like yeah. having a like here's some sort of linear story yeah, or some yeah some sort of progression to follow through where it's like I feel like I'm getting somewhere. It's not just me doing nothing. Like even at, like satisfactory, there's just enough of it where it's like you know do this to unlock this. Like okay mm -hmm. cool, and then like you can kind of progress that way. And then the game isn't released yet; it's still in, in early access, but they're getting close to release. And it's like I'm playing on that. I'm on like, the last tier of stuff. Like I have to make nuclear power that yeah. I'm pretty much done. And so yeah. I, I'm kind of, I'm like. At the point in my life where, like, I want games to be very linear. Yeah. Like, like people will be like, oh, man, you know, The Witcher, you could go explore this and that and these many. I'm yeah. like, no. I always want to go through chapter one through, like, eight, maybe a couple side things, maybe a couple things to collect, but really just, like, a linear path so I can play it, be done with it, and then do, like, a different yeah. game. Yeah, well, that's like something like a Dead Space remake is perfect, where it's like, <sighs> all right, so here is a, you know, like... In a 12 to 20 hour game yep. to digest and mm -hmm. just love it and then just move on. Be like, all right. Then it's like, if you want to go back and like new game plus it, you can if you want to. But it's like, all right, you know, you feel like, okay, I can put this book back up on the shelf. Like, I finished yeah. it. it you all might understand amazing. from an ADHD perspective how I enjoy both ideas because. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and as I need my handheld, I like when there's like, no, come over here, baby. Like, here's how you play the game. Like, Thank you. They're like, hey, hey, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. oh, 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 cool. Shaking keys. Right. But then, like, Breath of the Wild is a great example. I'm like, dude, I just explored like crazy. I was nowhere near the main quest for so long. I was like, I'm just going to look at like environments too. Like, I'll look at the animation and the amount of work that's put into the areas you're in before I even touch a gameplay. And I'm like, okay, now that I'm done looking around, let's like fight stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I, I'm, I'm, you get the best of both worlds, yeah. I guess. I'm a Hannah Montana person. See, I always like that in Assassin's Creed. Like, any time where it's like, like Assassin's Creed, any time I start up a new Assassin's Creed game, it's like, okay, what are the eagle points? Like, the like I have the synchronization points. I have to go and collect all of those, mm -hmm. unlock the entire map. It's like, okay, now I can start the game. You know, it's like, now I can yeah. see literally everything. Well, that also makes sense because it'll bring up everything on your map. So you get all the yeah. little icons, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. You can also like, teleport, too. Like, in the later games, you actually bounce around between them. So, yes. like, that was super convenient. Side note, too, because I know you're an Assassin's Creed fan. And I feel like maybe now in the office, I'm the only, uh, I mean, Matt is a huge fan, too. So I feel like the three of us probably know the most about the series. Michael played a lot. But I remember, like, Michael now has LASIK, so his eyes are great. Before that, his eyesight was not awesome. I was the one who, like, <laughs> saw all the time for him. So there'd be times where I was watching him play um, Assassin's Creed. It was before you had like a lot of the map unlock. And yeah, I would see an animus fragment like four <laughs> four rooftops down the way. I'm like, there, there's a shiny. There it's like bullshit. I'm like, no, 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 go, go get it. Just just go. Yeah. Just then, trust me. Believe in me. I can help you. This is part of the relationship. This is what I bring to the table. But then they added that mechanic. Now I'm like, I I'm useless. I'm just here, I'm just here with you. I'm sorry. I have no purpose being I'm here. Useless. <laughs> what are these eyes worth? Yeah, Assassin's Creed's one of those games, like I, I love the the lore of Assassin's Creed. I love the story of Assassin's Creed. But I feel like it's it like started getting way too big. They kind of opened it up and now it's like I think they're trying to rewrite that a little bit. Like, yeah. It like, seems like with the newer one. Or yeah. Like, like Valhalla, especially, they've been like kind of like, oh, okay, let's kind of bring it back to what people remember. And like, there's some stuff towards the end of Valhalla that just like was mind blowing for me as a fan of the series for a long time. I was like, holy shit, I know what's going on here. Like, I I, I have a feeling what's happening. And so, and that was, geez, two years ago at this point. Like, it's been a while since they've had an Assassin's Creed game, but supposedly, apparently, kind of funny, put out a video saying there's like multiple Assassin's Creed games in the works. I know they announced like the, like the live service game, which yeah. is going to be like an open world kind of like always adding stuff game. Mm -hmm. 
but I, I don't know what happened with that. That's probably why they took a break if they're going to do something that extensive. Well, they had two studios working on them because they had them bouncing back and forth between studios for a bit. And uh, so that they, that way they were coming out quicker. But then, like, they took a two-year break in between, I think, was it was it, uh, was it Odyssey and Valhalla or Origin and, and Odyssey? There was, anyway, then there was one Somewhere where they kind of yeah. yeah. So, but I think now, I mean, I guess, I mean, technically there's an E3 this year. I don't know if Ubisoft is going to be doing a presentation, but it's like... I feel like it were due Assassin's Creed information, official like Assassin's Creed like information. Like, who the fuck is attending E3 at this point? Microsoft's not, PlayStation's not, no, Nintendo's, Nintendo's not. not. Nintendo's been not. I yeah. don't know if EA is or not. I think they're not. Right. I just... Wow. Yeah, I mean, E3 was fun. I mean, I've gone to, like, six or seven of them. Yeah. I've worked, like, five of them. And they're a great time. But, yeah, it doesn't make any sense why... I mean, I get, like, it's a big time for everyone to talk about their games and have their conferences. But, yeah, why wouldn't you just have, like, what Nintendo does, to just have their direct and, like... Well, I think that's what like I think that's why E3 is right? dying. I mean, mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's exactly People are like, why do I need to compete against all the other stuff? Yeah. Like, I just have my own spotlight on a random day. Yeah. I feel like we're seeing that across the board with, like, conventions or, like, physical presence in conventions. Too, yeah, the opposite end. yeah, exactly. It's, like, understandably, a lot of people are like, I want to stay home. And even, you know, we're still technically in a pandemic. It's like, you know, there's, like, the concern about that. But then also, like, if you can market some stuff online, cool. Especially if it's, like, video game play. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's a nice lack of barrier of entry, I should yeah. say. Well, I mean, that's the thing. E3 was never meant to be, like, a consumer convention. Like, right. that was the idea. It was supposed to be press. And it was like, here's some announcements. Here's some cool stuff. Okay, go. But then it slowly drifted more and more where it was like, oh, this is just another consumer convention like a PAX or, you know. And so people would show up, and it's like, there'd be a two-hour-long line to play a demo of a game. It's like, what? That that. doesn't make any sense at all. And and so, I mean, it's kind of high and mighty. Like, I should be able to play the game. But it's like, the whole point is to promote your stuff. And when there's so many people there, it's like, I don't know... That they're all, everyone here was covering stuff for websites or anything. It's just, right. yeah, it's a ton just, of people weren't. Yeah, and so it's like, okay, I don't, I don't really understand how that worked. But do you remember the? What's the subtitle for the new Assassin's Creed? I don't remember. It's not Oasis, right? I'm blanking right now. Which one? Sorry. The the ones that's been, that's been proposed, the new Assassin's Creed game. Oh, uh, oh I have no I, idea. I have no idea. It's, it was like a live one, like like Assassin's Creed, like Ultimatum or yes. Ultimate or Help something. Us out, internet. Dang. Right, my phone. Sounds like Either a way. John Wick yeah. title. <laughs> it does. My does God. It? Oh my goodness. Which is out this month. I was gonna say. So really? John Wick yeah. Four, right? Nice. Was it yeah, number four, series? Okay. Which is supposed to have like the most action out of new. all the movies in the John Wick series. Sick. Which is nuts because there's so much action in the previous series too. All right, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Mirage, okay. That's coming out this year for the PC, Xbox, PlayStation. Okay. Got you. I saw some of the concept art, and it looks really cool. I also like that we're gravitating away from Europe. Europe's great. Was there a trailer for this that I just missed? I don't, I don't think there was My a... God. I mean, a teaser trailer, not a full trailer. You're looking at, like, no screenshots. You're like, hold on, I haven't seen this before. <laughs> I've just Okay. Tried. A tribute to an original. Experience a modern take on the features and gameplay that have defined a franchise for 15 years. Journey to Alamut, a, the legendary home of the assassins who laid the foundations of the Creed in this heartfelt homage to a game that started it all. So is this... I guess this fit between... This fits between Origin and Assassin's Creed 1? I don't know timeline-wise where it is, but it sounds like... Because Origins was, like, that was the beginning of the Assassins. Like, literally, they picked the up, forming. like... Well, they picked up, like, the skull of the eagle, and it formed, like, the like the sort of Assassins logo. Got you. And I was like, oh, that's where it came from. I didn't know that I cared about that. It's and then, right. But then, because they technically weren't Assassins back then. It was, like, it was not the Jin, um I forget who it was, but it was the, like the Magi, the Magi versus somebody. No, it is Magi. You're right. Um, that was by Bi- 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 X story. Yeah, yeah, yes. Bi- X. Yeah. And uh, it's and been so, so long since I played that too. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's cool. It's a okay. Yes, Jack. It's a character from Valhalla. Wait, is okay. So is it the one? It's the dude from. It's uh, not Tamor. Um, oh God, which is what's his name from Valhalla? The assassin dude who you meet and then Thor. hang out with. Thor so is it his story? I'm guessing. Where I'm does the Michael awesome. there it is. Fassbender it Assassin's is. Creed movie fit into this? Oh, okay. It's like so technically. Technically, that, all that is canon. That that movie is canon. What? Oh, I oh, bet. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. Which I, 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 the movie was not great, but all of the assassin <laughs> stuff, like all like the the the, yeah. like the time period stuff, was amazing. Being like, I, I one one thing about that movie I loved was the fact that all the stuff that was the period portion of it was all done in the proper language. Like it was just subtitled instead of just like, oh, suddenly we're speaking English in like ancient yeah. times. Like no, That's no, no. Cool. And like the fights in that were awesome. It was so cool. Or like the excuse of using that, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drink yeah. the juice. Um, but I, I dug that part of it. I thought that was really cool. And I, I did like the idea of like their take on the Animus, mm -hmm. where it was like essentially creating a 3D world around you yeah. and kind of tricking your brain into it. So that's how they could be like, oh, we're, we're seeing what they're going through because we can actually physically see it. Right. And that with was the a cool VR take. technology we have as an audience member, you go, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I was like, all right, I kind of I kind of dig that. Like that was a, a clever take on it, especially to like sort of make it work in the movie world. But I want to say they have referenced those characters in some of the later games. I wouldn't be surprised. I got a little turned off, understandably, as a lot of people did when they like self meta self referenced themselves. And they're like, Ubisoft is working on this game. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, like, and okay, it was a black on. flag, I think. They started. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. I'm like, okay, but you're right. They kind of toned that down a little bit. Now, talking about building an Assassin's Guild, uh, which I totally forgot about that cutscene. I'm going to bring that back and play it again. John Wick 4, Fredo. Yeah. According to the trailer, it sounds like there might be more pew pewers out there. Well, no more dead dogs, though, right? It's just chapter four, right? It, so like, yeah, that's the idea. Is like they're no longer be like, if this is the last one. It's like, no, this is the fourth chapter. Okay. Yeah, and there's also so. going to be what is it? The um, the spinoff for the hotel, the um, White Lotus, California, the Continental, Continental. Yeah, that's going to be a spinoff series, the Continental. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah, that's it's supposed cool. to be like earlier before Wick. So, mm. so I don't know how that's going to go. Before but, they lit the candle. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm down for more stuff. It's like three hours long, right? Yeah, it's pretty long. God. It's up there. It's gotten progressively longer. Yeah, the last movie. one it was like it was not. I mean, not painful, but it was like it was exhausting because it's just so it's a lot much of action. action. It's like yep. God yeah. damn! Like, give me a yeah. second to breathe. I love it. It's like a Transformers movie. Like, I get it. <laughs> There's cars <laughs> crashing everywhere. I mean, I've I've only seen the first John Wick too, so I shouldn't talk. What? <laughs> I know. I need to. I will happily watch it. I'd like to, um, especially because I learned that the fight choreographer who did Birds of Prey, which I loved, mixed opinions all around, but they did the same fight choreography for John Wick. I was like, oh, I had no idea. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, so. But there's some sick action in that movie. I mm -hmm. like Birds of Prey. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> Man, did I see the menu with you? Who did I see the menu with? Yeah. I went and saw the menu. Maybe it was Ben. I don't know. Have you seen the menu yet? I have. That movie was I will. awesome. That is Let's such a cool movie. Talk, talk about movies that are like... You know, talk about like, you know, media and stuff that's like you can kind of consume it and be like done with it, and, you know, yeah. like put it on the shelf. That's a perfect example of that. It has like it's an interesting story, has some weird characters. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, it's really a dark, dark comedy. Yes. Yeah, is what it is more, sure. more than anything. And it's like, my God. And then you kind of walk away from it like, huh, done. Yeah. Neat. I don't, there's no extended universe. I don't need a prequel. It's like, nope. Nope. We told the story and we're out. And it's, that is a fantastic movie. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah. Uh, it's probably one of the stronger movies of. Was it last year? Was yeah, this? yeah, it was last year. Last was year. it? Oh my god. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This year you got Cocaine Bear. We do. Yeah. <laughs> Another equal, equal level there. Yeah. Academy <laughs> worthy Cocaine Bear. Oh my goodness. I saw 
some reviews about Cocaine Bear, and like it is what it is. It's it's Cocaine yeah. Bear the movie. A bear takes cocaine. Enjoy. Loosely based on a true story. Yes, apparently. Um, but from what I saw review wise, a lot of people were kind of saying the same thing. It's like too much action. It's just like the the bit was played so much that you go, okay. I'm done. Like I, I can't sit through a whole entire movie of just cocaine bear jokes the entire time. Mm. But I feel like I might I might be open to that. I yeah. don't know. Well it's like like what's the line between a sharknado and a cocaine bear? Exactly. You know, it's like there's a fine line you can kinda of go either way. I mean, I feel like you go into that with the bar set really damn low. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then from there you're never be disappointed. Like I don't I don't know what you expect from cocaine bear. Right. right. In, in the same way that like I don't know what to I, I like it's I a go cocaine and a bear. Uh, I like uh, I watched Knock at the Cabin. Mm. You know, it's an M Night Shyamalan movie, and my expectations for his movies are very low. Yeah. Some people are just like it's terrible. I can't believe. It. I'm like really, you can't believe like right. It it doesn't make great movies. He's made some. He's, he made some great movies to start and right. rode off but that he, the rest he, of his career. Right, exactly. So it's just like, I mean, you know, Village happening. I mean, like, come on. The Lady like, in the Water was perfection. I don't know what you're talking it was, about. I, enjo I enjoyed it, but I was like, this is not good. I saw that in theaters. I think I mentioned it before. My friend, I love her so much. And because I love her so much, I went to see The Happening with her for her birthday because that was Ooh, She chose to see that. Shit. Wow. I was like... Why? <laughs> Why yeah. are we here? <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, the one one important thing they forgot in that script was to give Zoe Deschanel a personality. That was Correct. that was the issue. She just did nothing in that movie, and it was horrible. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, God. Uh, yeah, some of the M Night, M. Night movies have been rough. I mean, like Split was pretty good. Like that was kind of was like, oh, it's kind of a return to form. Like that's kind of a cool idea. But then the Glass, I was like, oh, like. Unbreakable is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love Unbreakable. Amazing. And so the idea of I like, very oh, much enjoyed Signs. Yeah. Like it just sets the ambiance of fear. Signs is good too. I I'll watch Six Sense every Halloween. I love that movie so much. It's good. The thing is the Halloween watch for me. Oh yeah. The, the thing yeah. the thing's good too. That's yeah. a great one. It's not a Christmas great. movie? Not in the snow? No. <laughs> Uh, the board game is great too, as well. Oh yeah, I've got that. I haven't played it yet, though. I have so many great board games that I haven't played. I, was, I have the Assassin's Creed board game. I, kick, I kickstarted it like six years ago, and I finally got it last year. Like it was a thing where they would like update it. So it was like three hundred updates. It was like this is what we're doing, and it's like it's a model game too, where you actually like paint the models and mm. stuff. Which I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever get that far into it, but that it's it's in a box. It's literally like this big. It's huge, awesome. and it's like oh my gosh. And so what's the gameplay I, like? I have no idea. I haven't oh, played it. I've literally opened it and went like, huh, and then put it back down. And then, and so just, it's one of those things. Like It's, it's going to take someone like de to dedicate some time to actually learn how to play it and do Damn. it right. Let's do it. Um, there's, Larry? Yeah. There's, there's a game called Nemesis, which is pretty much like Aliens the game. I have it, and it was very hard to get at first, and I still have yet to play it. And I think, was it Cody? Is Cody there? Yeah. Oh, we've not played Nemesis. Bullshit. Oh, you lied to me. Played without that? You. Yeah, you played without me. Yeah, he was like, oh, screw you. But it's like everyone goes around this ship, and the whole point is to repair it and, you know, set the proper course. But everyone has different character roles, like a medic or like a sergeant and whatnot. But everyone also has like a secret agenda. Like cool. some people might be wanting to crash the ship because they don't want aliens on it. Or some people might want to like take aliens back to earth uh -huh. and then you roll around and like you find different areas um and then there's this whole like infection mechanic like you draw a bag and have like embryos and face hugger type creatures and all that kind of stuff and you can also like get these infection cards and it uses like the old school like red like 3d thing oh that's you put it into cool. an envelope to see if you're infected or not and you don't tell people or <laughs> oh tell people God. so it's like cool stuff like that and um I got it, and I just have yet to play it. But it reminded me, uh, you reminded me of that because like it has figures that are unpainted, but you can actually send them back to the company 
and pay for different tiers of figures that they could they could paint for you if you wanted oh, yourself. Wow. Okay. So you can you can either have them just do like a straight gloss or a color or whatever, or just fully deck it out with like detail and paint. Yeah. See, that's like, cool. That's awesome. I like that because I I as much as I like the idea of modeling, like I don't right. think I could ever do that or dedicate the time. So I'm like, please make this look pretty. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'd like to play now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, gladly hand this off to let someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah. So uh, the board game that we played when we went to go visit Cat and Jeremy was a legacy game called King's Dilemma. And I want to say I know this game. I've heard this game before. The game was awesome. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's a legacy game, so it's like a one-time playthrough, um, which is just kind of something like we've been really enjoying because there's just so much story that carries over and like all the actions that carry over. And it was like, so they say like average 15 chapters. Did Funhouse play that? Okay, oh, they yeah, did? I knew I'd heard about it before. Yeah, Funhouse did like a long playthrough. They played like, like I guess, because you, you... That's what I wish we did with Let's Roll. Yeah. Like, I like wish we well, had like They had a whole season roll just that game. Yep. I wish we did stuff like that, because like legacy games are so much fun. Yeah. Like, um, uh, so there's like a king, and you're all a part of the council, and we all represented different houses. And so essentially, you know, uh, an event card will be drawn, and it's just like, you know... There's not enough food. Do you want to give the food like to the military or like to the people? And everyone has their own agenda of like where they're trying to push like military and like uh, food or like, you know, the kingdom's money and all that kind of stuff. So, do you know what I mean? You and I have like, obviously, like, we got this other nation knocking at our door. We got to do the military. Feed the and, military. Then, and then we'd be like, military, cool. And you'll put, some, you know, you'll be like, I'm for it. And you'll put some coin on it. And I'll be like, I'm for it. I'm going to back you up, put a little bit of coin for it. And I'll get to, like, Lindsay. Lindsay will be like, you know what? I just, you know, I kind of really want to do for the people. And then, like, go against it. And then put more coin on it. Uh. And then so everyone's, like, you know, trying to see where people's alliances, like, lay and, and he'd be like oh like jeremy like come on you're gonna back us up right and jeremy like no nah, i'm gonna pass and collect more while you guys duke it out because i have no say in this particular like event and yeah. so it was really fun to like go back and forth and our choices carried over and it all culminated into this one big like ending story where we all made choices and uh choices for the story and also against each other. <laughs> I, like, I remember, like, at the end when we found out, like, how everything was supposed to go, we sat there and we went, oh, everyone's going to have to make some very important choices about how <laughs> the story ends. And I remember just, like, looking across at Meg. I was like, Meg, you want to go have a talk? And Meg was like, let's have a talk. And then we just, like, got up and walked away. To the war room. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, and then, like, we came back, sat down, and obviously, Meg and I going to talk meant that Kat and Jeremy and, like, Jackie were talking, so they were kind of aligned. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, Jackie, would you like to talk? She was like, fuck no. And then, <laughs> and then, I, was, I, was, and then I was just like, Meg, Meg, get her to talk, get her to talk, get her to talk. And then Meg was like, Jackie, you want to go? And Jackie was like, sure. And then they talked. And then I was with Jeremy and Kat, and I was like, look, <laughs> this is what I told Meg. There you go. But I'm not with Meg. No. And so it's like, no. it's like all of this culminating. And it's like, man, I wish we did that stuff for like Let's Roll, where it's just like a longer story, a longer campaign that culminated in different things because like it just develops so much story and inside joke and actions that carry over. And yeah, yeah. I want to say, didn't it is like generations too, right? Isn't it a thing? Because I remember they were changing characters. Or they were doing like, oh, that was my father who you dealt with before. So, or maybe it was something else. Uh, oh, you're there was always a new king. Maybe that's what. Yeah. It was. So the king would either die or like reside, and so whoever won that chapter 
would name the next king. Okay, okay. maybe maybe it was something like that. Yeah. Like whoever was the king then became a yeah. new character. So it's like, like diplomacy mixed with resource allocation, and then, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's like yeah, different different elements and <laughs> like oh, there's this rumor of like treasure. You found a treasure map. There's rumor of this like big grand treasure. Like, do you fund it? And then you're like, sure, we'll fund it. And then it'd be like, oh, it needs more funding. Like and they'd be like, sure, I'll yeah. fund it one more time. And you see people falling off, but yeah. then people would have like secret agendas. Like Meg's agenda was like, I this might have to do with my, my secret agenda. Okay. So I'm gonna keep pushing to fund this. And then also like you could pay people off. So I'd be like, I'm done with this. And then Meg's like, look, if I pay you more, back me up. Oh, like, you know what? I could back no, you up for a little coin. I'm not done And with so, this. like, it's it's a it's a good it's a good time. And the number of times I've betrayed Jackie um, in the voting rounds, uh, brutal, absolutely Unsurprising. Brutal. Unsurprising. <laughs> like, what? That's why you make a good couple, you know. <laughs> Is trust also Jackie's you, greatest? You weakness? stab her in the back, and then you rub her back. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. You stab me, I oh, stab baby. you. Yeah. I'm like, it's all part of the game. It's all part of the game. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Too. I feel like I I hate doing like like subterfuge and like trying to get into people's heads because I can never do that. I don't want to do that. But I feel like maybe if I'm playing with Jack, I can be like Jackie, you and me, Alliance. This is it. What's up? Like, we'll join together. I will say. <laughs> 80% of that, Jeremy and I were fucked. <laughs> because Kat, Meg, and Jackie just kept aligning with each other. And Jeremy were like, we're just, we can't win this vote. Mm -hmm. just, there's too much power on, that, on their side of the door. <laughs> like, we're kind yep. of, like, how do we do this? How do we do this? And so we kept trying to navigate ourselves around their like unification. And we're just like, fuck, we're not getting any votes through. And they're dictating everything. Now we are turning people's blood into gold. Thanks. <laughs> like the true alchemists. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> and then be like, oh, we have to kill the whole person to get the gold. And Jamie and I are sitting there like, what did you expect was going to happen? <laughs> they're just like, yeah, blood to gold. Awesome. Wait, we had to kill the person? And yeah. Jamie and I are just like, well, I don't. Can't just take a What do you think was going to happen? What do you think was going to happen? <laughs> Blood to gold? Do you think it's just to be a little bit of an injection? Yeah. It's all good. Like, Ooh, you need, you're right. Ooh, okay. Ooh, it's, it's like, no, we're gold. gutting people for this <laughs> gold. Incredible. Did you get into character too? Because I love also with Let's Roll and like a um, uh, bunch of different ones where we do like middle middle ages characters. I love doing stuff like that. So I'm thinking like in the midst of you guys trying to attack their defenses, they're like, oh, hold the fort, stay strong. Oh, Kratos I mean, is running the perimeter. So oh, like oh, red dragon in. Oh, hundred percent. And there's a couple different. But more so than anything, Jeremy and I being fucking idiots. Uh, there's so many times where like the like decisions will go through and maybe I'll be the tiebreaker. And I just get up and I go, hmm, here we go. <laughs> yet again. You look to my like, house and to my council for aid. And then they'd be like, God damn you, God damn. You. And then I would do all of that. And then I would, you know, it'd be two votes yay, two votes nay. That's kind of how it goes. And and then I would do all that and I go, this is what I will do. Pass. <laughs> I abstain. Yes. Continue to fight. <laughs> That's awesome. Good luck. Very much like a lord too. Let the commoners fight amongst uh, themselves. That's fine. I have no dog in this race. Continue <laughs> to fight amongst yourselves. That's awesome. <laughs> Man, I don't know about you guys, but I am exhausted right now. I, I spent this weekend at Disneyland. I got to, I went to California. I had so, no oh, idea you were in California. Yeah. What's up? Welcome. Back. Well, it was it was a friend thing. So, uh, so I went. So Austin FC had their first opening match Saturday night, seven thirty at night. I got home at about eleven thirty at night, yep. and then left for the airport at four a.m. because my flight was at six a.m. Because I then landed in in LAX, and then my friend picked me up from the airport. We Damn. went straight to Disneyland, and we got there at like nine in the morning. 
And, uh, and yeah, it was awesome. So I spent a day there, or I went to the California Adventure on Sunday, and then I went to Disneyland on Monday and spent full days there. And it was a thing where it's like, I've got a couple buddies that him and like the two of us, or the three of us have always been like, we want to go to Disneyland. Let's, like, yeah. make, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. We just never were able to mm-hmm. work it out. And we're like, mm-hmm. it's this weekend. It's going to be on this weekend right here. And so we all been planning for it, and we finally made it happen. And just decided to execute. Had like a friend, a friend vacation at a theme park. Like no one was working. Like we all like we, none of us worked together. Like we're all in the video game field, but it's like we don't you know directly interact with each other. But we all have like yeah. stories and able to, like just talk to each other about that stuff. And it was a blast. It was so much fun. I actually just get out there and just go have fun. Like I posted one photo from like hanging out because like no, nope, these are all for me. And the one photo I posted is because uh, at Disneyland, the cast members there they're not allowed to ask you to take photos. Oh really? And I bumped into a cast member at Galaxy's Edge who was a huge fan, and I was like, hey, can I get a photo with you? And so I took a photo with him and then posted it so he could have the photo. Oh, and so, you. but okay. other than that, it's like no, nope, those are all for me, keeping all of them. And that explains so, your post. I was like, okay, interesting, but all right. Yeah, nice. yeah. And then then on Tuesday I went out to Funhouse actually. So I went from Anaheim. Oh, up Shit. to Funhouse, up to Burbank. Those got their office is ridiculous. Like, so they just what? moved to a new office. They're like the ninth floor in Burbank. And like I was looking out at like like Universal Studios on one side, Disney on the other side. And it's like, oh, there's the Disney animation building right there. That's it's awesome. like that's what the there's fuck? Bob Iger's huh. office over there. Okay. That's cool. And then from one of their windows, I could see Universal Studios, like in way out in the distance. But I'm like, oh, there's the Comcast building, and like there's the Jurassic Park parking lot and what the hell? You know, Universal Disney Funhouse are pretty much on the even pretty playing much. field. So. Pretty Here much. Here we are with our flooded office. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the wild thing was uh, yesterday, so the day the day after, or the day I got back, uh, or the day, day after I got back, it was snowing at Disneyland. There was snow in Disneyland yesterday. I saw. In Anaheim. That's... And in Funhouse. Like, there was snowing, on, like, I'm assuming Funhouse, because it was snowing at Disney. Like, actually, Disney Studios. Everyone I know who lives in L.A. is posting a bunch of pictures of snow and all these drizzles and flurries and stuff. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Especially us coming off of our recent, like, blizzard in mm-hmm. Texas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was wild, though. It's like, what the hell is going on with the weather here? It's I... like... My, my my favorite things were people posting on Reddit when like Austin went through his freeze, where it's like, "Hey, is it weird that I'm upset because I don't have power due to the freeze and I can't turn on my air conditioner because it's ninety de- like ninety degrees outside?" It's like, "Oh, that's weird like, that yes. you don't have power because of a freeze." And oh it's yeah, so hot that you need AC. yeah, yeah, it's kind of fucked. See, that is like strange. stereotypical Texas weather a bit, like just being crazy or random, but never like the big freezes that we've had before. Like, yeah, in the past it's getting couple more years. and more intense the yes. last couple of years. Texas, I think Texas is just eating itself at this point. Like, I think so. I think this is a warning. I think we need to leave. I think it's time to, to get out. We need to abandon the state and just move on to a different one. Should we cut it off like Florida? Just like yeah. The ocean? Yeah. Just chop it off the top it's like Bugs Bunny style. Is that what's happening to the West Coast, like Bay Area, LA? Oh, allegedly, like, yeah. Yeah, it's slowly gonna sink. sinking slowly but surely. Miami, we're gonna lose Miami in a few years, but uh, you're gonna go hang with Hawaii. You'll be fine. Hey, what's going on? It's me, Eric, and I know you're expecting Michael, but guess what? It's me, Eric, and I'm here to tell you about Me Undies. When was the last time you treated yourself to something quality? Now that Me Undies is available on the Me Undies website, Amazon, and in Nordstrom stores across the country, that's these great United States, you don't have to choose between quality and convenience. And right now, Me Undies is offering 25% off plus free shipping on your first order when you order through their website. That's what an offer for you. Shopping for Me Undies is super easy. You can feel their fabric and see their prints in person at select Nordstrom locations and even visit Amazon for men's and women's basics. And the MeUndies website is still the best way to explore all of your options from men and women's undies to joggers, socks, and bralettes. There's something comfy for every need. Plus, if you get a MeUndies membership, you can save up to 30%. That can't be right. 
No, it says it right there, 30% on most purchases. The deal is too good. I just couldn't believe my eyes. Members also get tons of other perks like early access and free shipping. Here's the thing. I'm wearing them now. You can't see. I'm not going to show you. Naughty, naughty. Uh, but you know who talks about them all the time? Gus. You know who talks about them all the time? Michael. You know who has to hear about it all the time? Me, because I'm around those guys constantly. And they're talking about the great prints, the great feel, the great selection, the great deals on membership. Look, I love them. They're comfortable. They're the best undies I've ever worn. And I don't even say that word really ever, except when I'm doing an ad read or talking about me undies. So I really enjoy it. And I hope you'll check out this deal for 25% off your first order plus free standard shipping. Head to MeUndies.com slash off topic. That's MeUndies.com slash off topic. The off topic is the important part. So you know that they know that they have the support of you, the off topic fan. The sale is only available for online purchases. Remember, if you're not 100% satisfied, it's on us. Us in this case is them, not me. But I am saying you will be satisfied. So check it out. MeUndies.com slash off topic. Thanks, MeUndies. Yeah. So anyway, it was it was awesome though. Like Disneyland was a blast. Had a lot of fun out there. Uh, I rode the Spider Man ride finally. Oh, it was it was cool. It was cool. It's it's like it's. Did you have you ever have you been in Disney World or Land? Disneyland forever ago. I'm trying to think if they remodeled something to make the new Spider Man ride. You're talking well, about. Well, it was it was all the the Bugs Life area. Okay, so. I remember it being a Bugs Life area. Yeah, that was so like they kind of gutted that show? sort of thing. Okay, gotcha. Um, no, but the, there's a Spider Man ride. It's like Midway Mania. I don't know if you ever did Toy Story Midway Mania, but it's like it's like a shooting gallery game where you just like fire stuff. Like you're, oh. you're pulling a little thing and you fire stuff. Spider Man ride is like the next evolution of that, where it's they're motion tracking you. And so there's a screen that pops down, and it's like, oh, you have to shoot these bugs, and you literally do like Spider-Man things. That's cool. Like, like when it, when you're sort of starting, it literally shows your little like a little uh, you know 3D model of you, and it shows your arms, and you like move them around. That's really. And cool. you see it moving, it's like, oh, it's tracking my arms. And so you literally like have to do this, which is fun for like the first 30 seconds. And it's like, God, it's out. so fine. <laughs> yes, uh, is this what Spider-Man has to do? So and that's tiring. why I'm not uh, Exactly. But if you want. <laughs> They have DLC for that ride. So you can go outside and buy a web shooter that attaches to your wrist and has a button. And as far as I know, you just hit the button to do it. 35 bucks for that. But then, if you want, you can get, you can get an you can get adapters for it to turn it into like the the Iron Man repulsor or Shuri's like Panther gauntlets. Or like like electric web things or like spread shooters. For another forty-five dollars, basically you can spend eighty dollars on a fancy, and that's for one arm. So I if mean, you want both arms, right? And marble snap. And look, you're talking one hundred sixty bucks. Scummy as hell. <laughs> but here's my wallet. Scummy there you go. <laughs> like, Scummy can be yummy, dude. Okay. Damn you! You tell me I can modify my web slinger to become Iron Man's pulse. Uh, but they also I shouldn't have to pay for that. But God, they dude. show you we your score, and they literally have leaderboards on the way out where you can see how you did over the course of like the like the day and the week and the month. And it's like, oh no! I don't know if there's a way to track it on your phone. Like, if there's a way to track your scores, and like, this is how I'm sure how there's well someone who's like, I'm the top web slinger. It's me. Probably, I'm the top probably. Slinger. Yeah. But uh, did that? That was a lot of fun. And then we went on Smuggler's Run, which was the uh, the you know you fly the Millennium Falcon. So at Galaxy's Edge and Batu, you can fly the Millennium Falcon. I've seen any of that. I've so. seen the Sims version, which I assume is very much like the same experience. No, <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. I would love to see I Galaxy's doubt it. Edge. Basically, awesome. Smuggler's Run is a video game uh, where you're piloting the Millennium Falcon, and you are literally piloting the Millennium Falcon. Can I crash it? You can. There's literally oh. you have two pilots side by side. Awesome. One controls up and down. It's like inverted, so you pull pull back, it goes up. Push down, it goes down. The left pilot controls left and right, and you have to work together. So like. 
like to keep the pilot, uh, keep the, the ship aligned. You have two gunners who behind you, they literally have a screen where it's like target high, medium, or low, and they're having to hit buttons to target stuff in front of you. And then behind them is two engineers that if, the, if you get shot at or if, you, if the pilots wreck your thing, they have to repair stuff. Obviously, I would not do this because this would ruin someone else's experience. <laughs> but I instantly cut to a scenario in my head with me piloting with other random people and we just looking back, just crashing, just going, guys, sorry, it's my first day here. No, I'm not sure how to do this. Here's the deal. I'll tell you how to do that. What you do is ride as a solo rider, because they almost always put you as an engineer in the back, because they really <sighs> fill it. And then ride as a solo rider with, like, two children in the pilot seat who don't know what they're oh, doing. And they're like, yeah. wee! Yeah. just dragging the nose from Lee and talking along the whole thing. And you're sitting there like, I hate this. This is horrible. Because, like, stuff's happening. And yeah, like, and you can't see any of it. Yeah. Just getting... And so, along. We, like, so my uh, my buddy and I, we were the pilots. He was the right. I was the. I was left and right. He was up and down. And we actually did really, really good. And I was like, oh my god, we actually had a really good time doing that. I was like, let's go do it again. But what they have, they have Chewbacca mode, where if you push in the right combination of buttons before you start the attraction, they they have a guy named Hondo, Hondo Onaka, who's like in I think he's in Clone Wars. And he, anyway, he's a character in the universe who runs like the smuggling ring. Usually, got gotcha. you. Oh yeah, there's, so yeah. Fucking there's cool. the, that's the attraction. That's the attraction right there. So there's the two pilots and then the, the two gunners and the engineers are on that's cool. behind so them. So you're telling me like pretty much all the buttons that we're seeing, you can interact with this. Oh yeah, you can push guy. all that's of them, cool. but only a few of them will actually work. But uh, but then yeah. so Hondo Onaka is usually he's like narrating the attraction. So as you're going, it's like, oh, fire at this, like watch out for that. Okay, get behind this, and then you know, fire the cannons to do this. And it's like, okay, cool. So you can replace that character with Chewbacca, and it's literally him just yelling at you the whole time. And it's like, you don't know what you're saying. Right. Unless, you've no never, unless you've never done it before, you have like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Right. And like someone, like the buttons will light up green or whatever, so you kind of know what to do. But yeah, he'll just yell at you, and you're just like, you don't know what's going on. So it's really, you need to like, you know, know what you're doing in order to do stuff. Like I missed the button press, because like hit the boosters, and I forgot. So like dragging across the bottom of the ground, and it's like, oh yeah, and I hit it. But um, anyway, so we did it the second time. We did Chewbacca mode, and by then we kind of knew what we were doing. Like, there's a point where if you don't hit the brakes fast enough, this thing just, like jerks you off the end of it, and you fall and you crash. And I was like ready for the break, and I like hit it, and I did it just in time, and he actually saved it, and it was like oh, shit. we rocked that thing. It was so much fun. Yeah, I love so. that for you too, and I imagine I don't think you did, but the people go to Disney World and they like get custom shirts and stuff. It's like this family is going here. I'm like, do you guys get custom shirts? Do you dress up? <laughs> is this your crew now? Well, they do sell pilot helmets there, there so you, you can literally get one of like the you know the helmets and actually riding it too that's awesome uh but yeah it's it was a lot of fun and so like doing that now we're like oh okay because we like you can get up to i think 13 or fourteen thousand points and we got like nine thousand and it's like we can max that out we can we can clean this up so but we want to build up a crew so we have three of us so we have to get three more to be like what who's our crew and ideally if you do it right you don't need the engineers at all pretty much because like the engineers you, if you do it clean you never hit anything although oh. the, engineer, the engineers do tether some coaxium, so you're, you're chasing down coaxium, and mm -hmm. so you collect one in the ride, and then you have a chance for a second one, and we got it both times we did it, because we got the pilot, we got the, the ship right behind it, and like the engineer has to like rip it off, basically. We so. gotta do like an annual oh, pass, shit. Achievement Hunter crossover visit, it sounds like. I wanna, I, I wanna take, I wanna take annual pass and Achievement Hunter out to Universal Studios, because Super Nintendo World's open now. Oh yeah, yeah. Ooh, and it's, it's just down the street awesome. from Funhouse, so we can we can do that, for sure. I but, saw that Fiona uh, just went to, and she took a picture with Princess Peach, I was very jealous. Nice. Definitely wanna meet nice. her. Yeah. There's DLC in that one too. You can get power bands. They have they have six different power bands like Mario, Luigi, Peach, Toad, Daisy. Uh, Daisy. Or, excuse me, da or is it? I don't know if Daisy, but maybe maybe it's Daisy. No, it's Yoshi and uh, uh, Fire Flower. Gotcha. And you wear those, and there's blocks around Super Nintendo World where you could hit them, and they go like ding, 
and you actually collect coins, and you can use the app and see how many coins you've collected. Oh, cool. And they have keys hidden around. If you collect all the keys, then you can go fight Bowser Jr. in like a secret area. That's cool. I was going to yeah. ask what the reward was for getting all those coins too. Yeah. The keys is cool. That's awesome. And they also have the, they have the Mario Kart game too, where you like track your stats, and it's like you can see how well you've done in Mario Kart, and there's achievements, and it's like they're gamifying theme parks now, which, which is they like, should, <gasps> I would think. Yes and no, because yes for people like us that understand how it works. No for people like, I just want to take my kids to a theme park one day and have a good time. True. And not yeah. come back in like, three years. You know, it's like people like true. me, I'm like, I'm going to come back three or four times this year and do this. And I know what I'm doing and have a lot of fun with right. it. And a lot of my life obviously involves video games. So my kids are yeah, yeah. games. They no, 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 not, yeah. Like for, yeah. for some people, it's fantastic. But for other people, it's like, I just want to turn my brain off and like, I let's go that. watch the animal actor show. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. That's fair. That's but, fair. You know, some, but it's like to get the full experience out of it now you have to be engaged with it and like now you have to have a phone out and you have to mm -hmm. buy this wristband for it. it's so it's kind of a give and take it's it's like this new more modern take on theme parks and attractions but also you're kind of removing the classic style of like i just want to go and just like turn my brain off and have a good time and see characters and walk yeah. through the castle and yeah, ride a carousel true. and be fine and see mr toad but anyway if you want to hear more stuff like that Go listen to Annual Pass. Yay! Also, it's, it's just a podcast. Funny. Mr. Toad is a Disney ride. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then there's Disney also, ride. for two seconds, I was like, Mr. Toad is just Toad, dude. Like, <laughs> wow. No, he, he, <laughs> no, Toad is his son. No, Mr. Toad, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is still at Disneyland. It's gone from Disney World, though. Oh. Um, and did, I want to say Winnie the Pooh replaced Mr. Toad. Did they open up Tiana's new ride also? No, no. So okay. uh, in Florida, at Magic Kingdom, they shut down Splash Mountain. Because uh, Tiana's replacing uh, the splash, uh, replacing Splash Mountain, the kind of the theming of it, so it's you know, Tiana's attraction. And oh, isn't Splash mm -hmm. Mountain like iconic? Ah, uh, you say that, but it was open in 1990, <laughs> so oh. it's not. I mean, it's 30 years old, but I mean, at yeah. this point, the park's been open since 71 in in Florida and uh, 55 in Disneyland. So it's new, but also the backstory. If you really dive into the backstory of of Splash Mountain. Not so great. It's yes. Oh, well, it's no. from Song of the South, the movie. Yeah, right? do you know the movie like, Song of the South? Yeah. Mm -mm. Song of the South. We, we, t we actually did an episode of Annual Pass on it. If you want to get more information, history but lesson, everyone, strap in. Song of the South was a movie that came out in the '60s. I think so. Um, and it was basically based off a series of books written um, by a guy who went around and collected stories from former slaves, oh. and then wrote them, but wrote them in very stereotypical, like you know, speak mm. like that. And so, and the like, they he kind of created a character named Uncle Remus, who told all of these stories to like a young white child. And then one of the stories was about Br'er Rabbit, or like he talked about Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox. It was all of these characters, kind of like the analogs for like, here's the moral of the story, blah blah blah. Right. And well, so, Fable. yeah, yeah. And so they they made a movie, uh, which was it was actually, I mean, at the time it was groundbreaking because it was it was animation and live action blended together. Um, Have you seen Roger Rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> so oh, okay. first time anything like that had happened, and the movie was very very successful. And like Zippity Doo Dah came from that. Mm -hmm. Like that's a, probably the biggest song from it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So wow. it came from that movie. Uh, but then the further and further away you got from kind of the release of it, the more it was like, oh, maybe this is not appropriate. And then, but then in the 90s, like I guess in the, they were showing it in theaters like up to the 80s. And then, so in the late 80s, they put they put uh, Splash Mountain out in Disneyland. And it was a huge success. It was a very, very popular ride. So they put it in Magic Kingdom and in Japan as well. And uh, and yeah, and people like love it. And but a lot of people just didn't know the full backstory of it. And then yeah. you know, as we got more and more further or, you know, further away from it. So back in 2020, it was like you know, a lot of people were starting to take a you know a finer tooth comb to this stuff. And be like, oh, this is actually based on some really messed up stuff. Yeah. I think with the critical lens applied to media now, especially, it was just 
it seemed like everyone was kind of in a general consensus from both the theme park standpoint and then the audience standpoint going like, yeah, let's let's update this. Let's, yeah. let's renovate this. 1946 oh. was the film. Thank you, 2x4. Nice. Um, 46, but, wow. But yeah, so uh, anyway, so back around then, there, like so, Disney was like, hey, we're going to retheme this thing. We're going to we're not going to tear it down. It's going to be roughly the same ride, but we're going to retheme it to uh, Tiana. And yeah. she's like, "Okay, cool." So it's going to be Tiana's Bayou Adventure is the new version Ooh. of it. And, and like, I, so. I want more Tiana lore all around. Like I can go into depth about Disney princesses. I love that stuff. Um but like I know she has the new show coming out soon, which hopefully will explore her character a bit more. But I do want like I want more Tiana all around. So the fact that she's in the park now and has her own ride, not just as a character, like there's a place yeah. you can go and have like the Tiana experience. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Well, I mean, they have a French Quarter at Disneyland, which, uh, you know, I've seen Dr. Facilier walking around before. And I've cool. seen, yeah, and I've seen Tiana around there before. But yeah, I actually have her own park. And they're doing a Tiana's Place restaurant as well. Uh, so I want to say they're retheming one of the things. Maybe not a restaurant, but like a shop or something they're converting over to her That's stuff. also cool. I mean, it would make sense to have a restaurant, too, and they better have beignets there. Yeah. So help me God. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so that's, it's pretty interesting stuff. And it's like, but a lot of people, of course, they you know, th threw shit fits because, like, how dare you destroy this classic attraction? It's like, again, only been around for about 30 years. Right. And it's like, and also right. based on horribly racist stuff. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe... Maybe, maybe yeah, we'll anyway. be we'll be fine. But yeah, it was out of control because it shut down. So it shut down in Florida already, and it's shutting down in Disneyland and Anaheim pretty soon. The only reason why it's still up in Anaheim is because Indiana Jones, the attraction over there, is currently down, oh, and really? so they they yeah, so they don't have the capacity for that because like they've already removed a massive attraction. So taking down another very big attraction is going to be pretty pretty tricky to do. Yeah, so they're waiting for Indy to come Jones. back before they shut down that. That ride's Damn. good. Yeah, That's so. A fun one. But so, that'll be open next year. Side note, beignets slash partying. Did y'all celebrate Mardi Gras? Do you do Mardi Gras? There was a king cake uh, in the break room. I saw Emily brought us one. Thanks, yeah. Emily. I, I had a bite of that. I didn't get the baby, oh, but no, I had a no bite of it. Jesus. No. Is, is it going on right now? It passed. So that was last Tuesday, and I only knew because I opened up my calendar on my phone. And I went, oh, fuck, it's Mardi Gras. Like, just life came at me fast. How do I collect yeah. necklaces? So um, you have the tatas. You want to free the tatas. But oh. <laughs> you can't do that yeah. on Instagram. No, not anymore. Free the Tw nip. Twitter, you're fine. You can, you can free the tatas on Twitter. Dude. It's funny, people posting full movies on Twitter. Oh, that, really? That <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been getting so much like spam stuff now on Twitter, and like the ads are absolute trash. Dude, it's, the like, fact that you apart. have to get Twitter blue for two-step verification. And it's yeah, that's Great, ridiculous. Sir. Well, at least two-step via text verification, which is the easiest one. And so uh, they, they have like they have apps you can download and still keep that two-step verification. But okay. but they're getting rid of all like Jesus. the the legacy blue check marks pretty soon. Which, you know, I understand, like, you know, some people like, because oh, whatever. But yes. well, that's the thing. It's like, honestly, more than anything, it's about verifying who that person is. Because, yes. you know, I'm, I've been in the boat where people have, like, pretended to be me on mm -hmm. Facebook. And I'd be like, what the? Like, I'd yep. get Facebook and take them down. Like, I've had to send my driver's license to Facebook to be like, this is me. I am I am this person that's crazy. for them to remove people who are imitate, like, imitating me. Mm. And so that's what this was all about. It was all about, like, you were verified. So it's yeah. like, you can say, that's me. That's my account. And so they're just getting rid of that now. And it's like, well... Yeah, okay. I mean, like, Twitter's been dying anyway as far as, like, like interactions and stuff. Like, we'll post stuff on there where it's like, hey, follow this link or watch this video. And it's like, maybe, you know, well, like, 400,000 people will see it, and then maybe 200 people will click it's like it. It's a closed ecosystem yeah. at this point, right? Yeah. And I just don't do social media anymore. That's a good, that's a better good off move. For it. I just, that's yeah. a good move. Yeah, but I should. Well, it's part and, of our job. It's like yeah, mandatory, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, like, shooting stuff here and going home and, like, 
streaming and then also having two pups and, and then finding time with Jack and I'm like, I don't have time for fucking social media. Yep. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on social media. Like I'm going back to like me in my 20s and thinking about why I got into Twitter aside from work was like mm-hmm. I did like the community aspect. I like being able to see people and yeah. also I mean the positive side of social media I guess is like there's a lot of um, culmination of ideologies um, that I hadn't had the chance to engage with just being in the physical place that like I was raised. I guess there's a lot of chance to experience other viewpoints that you wouldn't have had before, a lot of, again, community that I didn't find um, in my, my physical location. But along with that, it's like there's a crap ton of mental health issues that come along with it. Now, again, with all this, like, the commercialization of every bit of social media now, like every little thing that could be charged, they will charge you, the user, to use this platform. I'm like, God, man, it just seems like it's like Disney on Twitter. They're charging me for They're making me buy all the wristbands. I don't want this. I just yeah, want to be able to post my yeah, tweet. Yeah, you got to pay for Disney Plus or, mm-hmm. or Genie mm-hmm. Plus. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's falling apart. And like, you know, social media, again, like we are we are in a situation where it's like we kind of have to use social media in some form or fashion to promote stuff or like, you know, we all have like we have podcasts that we got to talk about and like help yep. promote those. But it's like you don't want you just I just want to avoid that pool. <laughs> like, yes. Like I, it's like I see the kids splashing around at it. and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with it. But it's like, ah. Agreed. I saw ah. some discourse too about like uh, just another voice actor that I follow was saying like, what do you like social media platforms if you're following someone where they just market themselves? Like you treat it purely as a commercialization process. That's it. Right. Or do you like the persona behind it? Do you like having a little bit of like pulling back the curtain? I'm like, that's tough because I do feel like we've kind of turned into like you have to only market yourself to protect yourself you can't really be as open about anything really as like I used to be I don't know like I used to post about just like daily updates in my life I'm like I'm not gonna do that anymore no way well it's just I mean granted it's just like obviously it's like being in this position it's like boohoo you but like it's also just you know you'll post something and everyone always looks for the smallest thing to just pick at like I like I could post a picture of sushi and be like how Dare you eat fish? Why are you chilling? I'm like, well, I'm just eating sushi with my girl. Just chilling. Like, yeah. I'm just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm just fucking chilling. It's like, 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 here's a statement and here's my justification for that statement. <laughs> right. Like, God damn no, it. it's funny you say that. I laughed. I had a friend from back home um, message me after I posted one Instagram post where I literally just had some essential oils that made my house smell nice. That's it. All I wanted was diffuser oil to make my house smell good. And I got a bunch of responses of people, understandably, getting confused and going, oh, you like essential oils that won't cure cancer? Like your horrible mom was like, whoa, I just want my house to smell. (laughs) Hold on, (laughs) hang the fuck on. So my friend who had no knowledge about like this world or like what this is like, she was like, are are you okay? I just watched you post like six disclaimers about your oils. I was like, I'm good, man, it's fine. You're not going full Steve Jobs. No, I'm fine. I'm good, I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's why I like posting about theme park stuff. It's it's just like, it's, it's basically as... Uh, non-offensive as you can get, but then people still find ways to make it like yeah. people like trying to like you know ruin your your yum or whatever or ick yuck your, your yum, yum. Okay. yuck your yum. That's, Michael's that's favorite phrase. Yeah, that's it. it's like I mean I'll, I'll be I'll admit it. Back in the day, I was I would be like that guy about certain things, like the whole like My Little Pony thing. I was like I like why the fuck I don't get it, but now I'm like that was stupid. Like that was stupid. It's like people want to do that, let them have it. It's like and so I can look back on that and be like okay that was dumb of me, but that was also ten years ago at this right. point. It feels like. So, There's a lot of like edgelord culture too. Yeah. That's kind of right. Well, that, that it, it, it is a popular thing to be like negative. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, I remember like a year ago, I posted, you know, I haven't seen my grandma in years. A picture of me and my grandma, and someone like, why did you do? I can't believe you killed fucking Gavin in this damn achievement or video. I hate you. I'm like, <laughs> my grandma, bro. There's a picture of me and my grandma. Right. Like, you could just tweet that at me. <laughs> Apply to, at my, like, I, I haven't like seen that. my grandma in years. You're like, hold on. 
So that moment in a, that achievement hunter yeah. video, and I'm like, I, I'm cute sentimental moment. Back to business, real quick. That's why I just go. <laughs> most important. Thing. Uh, yeah, that's that's those things gonna... too. People are like, oh, when you said this, it was hilarious, or when you said this, it was horrible. Like, I don't remember saying that. Like, the the amount of hours of content I've produced for this company over the past 15 years, I'm like, ah, I'm yep. sure, I probably said that at some point. I have no idea what the context was, and. Like, unless you can give me a clip of me saying that. But I've watched videos where I'm like, oh, like, oh, we did a co we covered this game. That's cool. And I watch it, like, oh, it's me playing. Like, oh, shit. I, <laughs> I did not remember doing that at all. It feels like a sleeper agent sometimes. And I'm like, wait, I edited this. Wait, I was in this. Wait, <laughs> like, yeah. I told this joke. It is oh, my God. Definitely a bit trippy. But uh, <laughs> also just talking about like people being contrarian. I like the idea of like, I've seen. Uh, hypotheticals where people will post just like something to be like tear it down like roast it in the way the internet would and it's so funny it's like someone will post a picture of a dog and they're like oh you don't like cats it's like oh what are you saying you're like two legged animals <laughs> like you don't like snakes it's like just going on this whole trail and i like the satire aspect that's that's funny if we can at least laugh at the fact that people are just so uptight online i'll take it oh man the satire right now like I, you have you seen the the biden versus trump memes like with the audio no like, i don't think so, so. Uh -huh. dude so there's this new thing going around it's like deep fake audio which is eerily good mm -hmm. it's it's like people have been taking as a like, voice actor i'm not nervous yeah i mean that's so like that's what they did with like you know james Earl jones for um uh, what was it, the Obi-Wan series, you know, like, so like a lot of that wasn't actually, I mean, it, oh, it really? was actually James Earl Jones, but it was a computer-assisted voice thing. What? Yeah, so yeah. if you watch, watch Obi-Wan, like, James yeah. Earl Jones, is like, he's like 90-something now, right. and so he's not really out there doing, like, you know, Obi-Wan, yeah. come and join me. It's like, no, 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 he's not that dude anymore. So they used AI to help kind of clean it up and make it sound more like he would have sounded in that time. Hmm. Anyway, that technology has, has expanded and changed where now you can literally just send audio clips of a person talking to an AI and they can extrapolate what that person's cadence and tone sounds like and then just type out something, it'll spit out what that person is like them saying something new. And it's eerie. It's like, it's, I mean, the, the thing is right now, people are using it for comedy, which is like, so there's a, a big thing right now, it's, it's, it's Biden and Trump playing video games. So yeah, people, take, that yeah, people take like clips from the internet of like two people playing a video game just yelling at each other and being stupid. Mm. And then just just redub it all with Biden and, and Trump doing that. There's some really, really funny shit there. And uh, but and it's like, okay, cool, it's funny now, and it's gonna make a turn at some point where someone's gonna release audio of Biden saying something horrible, mm -hmm. and it's gonna be like, oh no, that was actually fake. But now we're at the point where we have to, how do you defend something that's not real that right. people don't understand yeah. isn't real? Especially and, with the you know, digital divide, it's like okay, one we have to explain to some people what the internet is still. So yeah, like, hang yeah. on. <laughs> but but it's eerie because it's like oh that this is dangerous, you know. Like mm -hmm. the whole deep fake thing came out, like the deep fake porn stuff was just a yeah. nightmare. But it's like you know that was the extreme of it, where it's like okay, but now there's going to be subtle stuff where it's like yeah. I have a clip of you saying this this you know vaguely racist thing. Like what what can you get, like, what, can you explain yeah. this? And it's like that's not me, or. People who did say shit like that now saying, "Oh, that that was actually a computer saying oh, that. Yeah, that, oh, was, that wasn't me saying that. That was I didn't think about that." Trappings. So oh there's, yep. there's, oh, so, there's so much shit now to, to deal with, and I'm like, and that's just audio. I mean, like right. once it gets to the point where video is that good, then it's like that's a whole other ball game. Well, you can and tell so. with some of the videos, like deep faking, but also AI. I saw there was a recent post of like a, a fake post of Biden like announcing that there was going to be a draft, and same thing. There were people who were taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah. It had to be the big explanation, of, like this is fake. This is not real. I know there are a lot of voice actors I've seen posting on Twitter talking about how they have to check their NDAs and, and contracts now because there are hidden AI clauses sometimes. Mm. And it's like, oh, you don't know if you're signing up to like give your voice away, basically. I'm yeah. like, that's messed oh, up. Oh, shit. Right? Right? Yeah. 
creepy. It's it's that that kind of stuff. It's fascinating and terrifying. Yeah. Which is like again, right now we're in the infancy terrifying. of it, where it's like, okay, this is like the, like the, what they're doing with the satire and funny, like that stuff, the comedic stuff, where it's obviously not these people mm-hmm. saying this stuff. I'm okay with that. And like that's like all right, you're using it, in the, you know, with a massive public person, but it's like. You know, what if someone starts recording their buddies and it's like, okay, and then drops it in and is able to manipulate their, their voices. And that's that's the scary stuff. Yeah. That's scary. But how do we do the next seven days where it's all of us AI voice generated? Are you kidding me? Yes. Can, you, can you like train it and then you just type it and so it's live? So we're, ty- we're just typing the whole time? We're not I, talking? We're I don't know. That's, that, that's, that's the thing I'm nervous about because like you have to basically upload audio to a website. Then it like extract, then like the AI kind of takes it over and does stuff. But it's like, what happens to that audio you give it? You know, it's like, do they own right. that now? I mean, like, I'm sure they store it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I'm sure people have like, you know, there's probably a Biden and Trump like, you know, category already where it's like, oh, it's just log their information. And there you go. I'm going like, to start talking like a computer. Just so that they know. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hey, this is Lindsay, not the AI. Uh, <laughs> That's Hey, Jack, there is actually a software out right now where it will do it in real time. Oh, really? Oh yes. Yeah, wow. So you can, you can modify your voice. So we could AI this podcast right now. Yes, absolutely. So wait, sorry, are you saying it'll take what you're saying and then turn it and like change, change the voice to somebody else's voice like yes. on the fly? On oh. the fly. Jesus Christ, that, that is horrifying. That, that is, is terrifying, yes. Horrifying. Also, how do I implement that into Among Us? Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like where you're thinking, the capabilities. Like, Hello, I am Jeremy, and I am killing this person. <laughs> I'm Jeremy, and I'm an imposter. It Here I am. <laughs> it was me the whole time. Think about different generations, too, and like my kids who are going to be growing up with this just like, as part of their life, I'm laughing about the number of times where I like faked being sick. I'm like, I can call my school and be my mom. Yeah, it's like, dude, they could totally tell, obviously. But I'm like oh, with AI, I'd be like, yeah, my mom says I'm sick. <laughs> like, yeah. ah, did it. So uh, that, that's the kind of stuff that's like, you know, wild. If you would ask me in the 90s, like, what's the future going to be like? It's like, oh, de- dealing with virtual racists. Like, oh, <laughs> like, how does, mm-hmm. that is not something I would have thought. I thought it was going to be Back to the Future Part 2. Sorry. Oh, we, we have hoverboards. We got the self-strapping sneakers. That's all we got. Yeah, we, did, we got those. Those were expensive. <laughs> yeah, um, very limited. Yeah, very, very limited. But anyway, that's... Other 90s-esque future things. What what has the the future that we are in now given you that younger Jack would go, yeah, awesome. I mean, phones. Like, I mean, the idea of like you literally yeah. have the, the world's yeah. knowledge in in the palm of your hand yeah. at any time. You can access it and be like, I like, oh, who was this actor in this movie from like 1940? It's like, oh, okay, cool, got it, nailed mm-hmm. it. And it's like that's the stuff for me. I mean, these are. Like, and the fact that, like, the camera on here is more powerful than anything I had access to when I was in college. Yep. It's like, that's the, that's the wild stuff. It's yes. like, you can shoot full-length features on this and yeah. make it look incredible. Along with that, I've been working on VTubing like crazy. Um, thank you all for watching any of the Ruby VTubing stuff, if you've seen it. Um, but I, like, on that note, I've been using the uh, VTuber, like, mobile app. And I was talking to Trevor about it, who's kind of, like, figuring out how we're going to film stuff, mm-hmm. how this is going to work. He's like, what, what kind of space can we give you? What recording space do you need? I was like, right here, baby, that's it. This is my my studio Wild. now, right? Wild. That's so cool. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that for me, like this this little piece of technology right here. Yeah. I mean, I remember when the first iPhone came out, it was three things in one. It was a phone, it was an iPod, and it was a camera, I think, all in one. Like, I mean, the so, fact that it was, like, a, oh, it, it was putting my iPod Nano and my phone together, mm. I was like, 
oh shit, yeah, I'm buying this thing. Like, this is awesome. I don't gotta carry two things, I just keep it in one. That's sick. But yeah, but now aside from my driver's license, like I don't need to carry any any physical card of anything anymore. It's like my car is on here, my you know, my oh, yeah. credit card's like, on I just, here. I have a wallet attached. Oh uh, yeah, I just have everything in like the fucking MagSafe wallet. Yeah. I, like that's a, that's the a thing too that I that I enjoyed recently is not carrying keys anymore. Yep. I don't have to fucking carry car keys. Yeah. I have to carry house keys. I don't have to carry any keys. Yeah. I have everything just it's like digital, and that comes with its own problems and and all that kind of stuff. But like I don't know, I'm about it. <laughs> Katie and I almost got locked out of our house the other day because our our front door lock ran out of battery. Oh, ran out of battery? <laughs> yeah. So we walked oh, up to the front door no. and like usually it unlocks automatically. It was like. There's an error, and I could hear it like beeping, like like doing the, like the low battery. And I was yeah. like, pretty sure I have a key in the car, and like I had a spare key in our car. Yeah, so you, you just keep it. a spare. But it was just like, oh man, that's and like, like yeah. yeah. And so that was a little bit tricky. But other than that, it's like yeah, technology is pretty cool. Yeah, stuff with it. I enjoy having the um, um, what was it like the chip reader like lock? Mm-hmm. So I just go up with my watch and just go boop, or my phone and go boop. And yeah, it just unlocks. Dude, the watch is the best too, because like it's easy. I lose everything. So even with Dude. the phone, sometimes I'll put it down and I'm like, fuck, I lost my phone. I'm like that's not going anywhere. Yeah, I love paying for shit with like, I mean, like Apple Pay's been around for a while, but I like paying for shit with like, like the Apple Watch. Yeah, and like it's you feel like a spy. It's awesome. Like spy. It's awesome because it's like I don't know, you just it's it's totally not necessary, but it's like you're bagging stuff, and it's like I already have it. It's like an additional feature that's nice. It's like I'm bagging stuff, carrying stuff, and I just go boop, done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although. The one out of ten times where the store doesn't take it, you look like a fucking idiot. That and we just go a lot. Mm-hmm. H-E-B. Yeah. And then just go, uh, we don't do that. We don't oh. do the Apple Pay. And I go, oh, fuck. Okay, here you go. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I like having, like, when I travel, um, like, I have my boarding pass on here. Mm-hmm. And then I just go up and I just scan my boarding pass and I keep going. Like, I don't have to pull stuff out. I don't have to have it printed out on my phone or anything. Like, I just have my earbuds in, go up, boop. And then it's like, which seat am I? And I check it 15 times because even though I see that I'm there, it's like 5C. And I go, two minutes later, I go, which one again? Oh, 5C. <laughs> I always do that every time. I'm the same way. But it's like super easy and convenient. I also like the number of times where I get up with my watch to scan my boarding pass. And I'm like, oh, crap, my, hang on. I'm like, I'm holding up the line now. <laughs> my phone always turns off. But yeah. yes. <laughs> Man, I watched I watched uh, La La Land on the plane I, uh, coming back from L.A. Mm. Such a good movie, such a good movie. Also I very still have to back see from it. LA. Sorry, yeah, appropriate for a trip back from L.A. Yeah, I felt appropriate. Actually, well, on the way there, so again, I my flight was at 6 a.m. and so I put it on. And I was like, cool, and just passed out. Mm. And so, like, it's funny because in the movie, at one point, uh, uh, Ryan Gosling is making like a, a cake essentially mm-hmm. and burns it, and a fire alarm goes off. And so I was just passed out. All of a sudden, beep, beep, beep. It just scared the shit out of me. It startled me. I was like, oh, God. Oh, my heart. My heart. And then uh, I was like, okay. And I was like, so I knew that oh, was Ryan Reynolds up. is here. It's okay. Yeah. No, Gosling. 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 Sorry, sorry. Still. No, he's, a, he's so handsome. He's dreamy. <laughs> but, uh, but no, Emma Stone is fantastic in that movie. You've not seen it? No. You're I'm not sure. a musical guy, are you? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, not for the most part, but the musicals that I that I do watch I like love yeah. like Sweeney Todd and mm-hmm. okay. um, Moulin Rouge like I'll, I'll watch that a million times yeah I enjoyed the shit of watching yeah you, you invited Jackie and I to go watch uh, Lion King on Broadway mm-hmm. that was yeah. fucking awesome I'm sick I also I'm like just not one to chase down yeah. musicals gotcha 
They yeah. happen to you. Yeah. Music. <laughs> it happened to me, and I go, this is cool. And then you go, and then you go, new musical is out. And I go, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, I'm fascinated by musicals. Because the idea of, like, storytelling through a different medium like that is mm -hmm. such a cool thing to do. And, Especially like, live theater, I like. is like, I say triple threat, but it's true. It's like, those people are singing and dancing and acting their asses off. Yeah. And they don't yep. get a second take. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so, but Emma Stone in that movie is fantastic. Like, there's a monologue she has when, like, so Ryan Gosling basically forces, or he doesn't force her, but he's like, hey, there's this thing you need to go to. And she's like, I don't think I should do it. And he's like, you know, you need to do it. And then she goes on this, like, this sort of, this monologue basically saying, like, how she feels about it. And it's like, like, her face is watching her face react. And, like, as she's dealing with stuff in her head, it's like, God damn, she's acting the shit out of this scene. And so, yeah. and then she goes and sings. And it's like, holy shit. Like, what? That's no fair. I, Save I, some I, talent for the rest of us. Just please. a whole damn skill set. Mm -hmm. People like, like, like right. Lady Lily says, I believe they're adapting La La Land to Broadway. If that is true, oh, I will 100% okay. go to New York to go see that. That seems like a very natural adaptation. I would adaptation. love to see yeah. that. That's cool. Sorry, huh. what you were saying? Yeah, sorry. Uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. Well, Manic Mouse yeah. also pointed out that Joker 2 is going to be a musical. It is. Oh God. <sighs> what the fuck? I don't care. <laughs> I, I, did, I, did I don't not, know I what the hell's going on. I did. I wasn't a huge DC. fan of Joker. They're Joker is one of those everything. movies that like people. People got the wrong message from the Joker. Like people. That's like people went to Fight Club and like, yeah, let's start a Fight Club. It's like yeah, you did not pay attention to the message of that movie. And this one like He's like oh guy. yeah, it's like you watch Joker and you're like oh wow like yeah he was fighting against the system. And it's like no like that's not what you should be carrying <laughs> yes, from actually, that movie. No. <laughs> and so anyway, people are like oh Joker too. And I'm like. That, no, I don't. I don't like that at all. Like, I love Lady Gaga's discography. I am cool with her acting. That's fine. I'm not seeing anything like incredible here. I'm not saying she's going to win an Academy. Uh, Stars Born was great. It was. Oh, I liked it. Oh, I have okay. opinions. Okay, <laughs> but that's all. That's me. Fine. Um, I think the the dynamic between her and Walking Phoenix, between like a Joker and a Harley Quinn character, I'm really excited to see because I do think they could take that into a beautifully gritty area, which DC is always doing. It's like well, let's make it dark. I'm like cool, I want that, but I don't know how much like more story you can tell between Harley and Joker. Like wh what is going to be the plot? What else yeah. can we explore in their relationship that we haven't touched on before? Well, also Am I wrong? that that Joker too, that version of Joker is supposed to be so grounded in reality. It's mm -hmm. like. Uh, what? How are you gonna take that to the next level? Like, how are you gonna? Are you gonna make him like fighting Batman? Like, are you gonna jump in time? It's I like, guess so. Yeah, he'll start doing petty crimes, etc. Yeah, yeah, it's just like I, I don't know. It's just because he's in Arkham, right? Like the movie ended with him in Arkham, mm -hmm. and then maybe or maybe he killed the person he was talking. And it's all, it's just a mess. Yeah, that's yeah. where he meets Harley. So. That's gonna say yeah. he's probably gonna meet her in, and they're gonna have the entire like psychiatrist aspect, and like that's also a whole thing. Are they gonna watch? Like, are we gonna watch Harley turn into Harley Quinn? Are we gonna have that whole thing, or are mm -hmm. they just gonna start us with their partnership and then crime? True. And a musical? Like, I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm not surprised. This is coming from someone that likes musicals, right? <laughs> yeah, I, but I mean, I just don't understand how they can adapt that. Because again, like, if you if you would have shown anyone. The first Joker movie, which, you know, super intense movie, you know, however you want to take it. And then go like, oh, by the way, the sequel is a musical. It's like, Very oh, what? Like, it, that shift, doesn't yeah. make I, I, sense I have, at all. You I know? have no idea. I mean, honestly, like, I hate, I hate it because, like, Ezra Miller just seems like a complete trash person. But the Flash movie does look cool. And even then, I'm just like, this is a great time to, like, reset all of it. But it's like, we're going to reset but keep some aspects and then also some things are still coming like Aquaman 3 yeah. it's just like I don't like make a clean cut and then yeah like Blue Beetle forward. Aquaman 3 are still coming right yeah, and it's, it's just like I get like you know you don't want to like Batwoman everything but yeah. it's just like you 
then what, what, release what? it later. Like make a clean cut and then move forward. And then you also saw the Batman, which is set in its own universe. It's, it's well, yeah. What do they call? Because like James Gunn called like the like the Batman and the Batman Two. Like that's mm-hmm. in a different kind of alternate universe. But they call it like a not a legacy one. But there was a there was a term he used for it. It's like oh, oh this is a blank. Batman, or this is a blank movie. And so I, I figure Joker kind of fits in that as well. It's like, oh, it exists somewhere in the multiverse, but it's like not part of the main storyline of the multiverse. Very weird. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, but. Well, see, so, you know, I want to see the concept that they have with movie Joker, but applied to other DC characters. <laughs> like, I would love the same grit and intensity behind Joker with like Aquaman. I was yeah. wanting to be like, fuck. They're taking our fish. <laughs> you gotta fight back. <laughs> well, did you and see sing the, about the it. in the oceans? Yeah, exactly. Did you see the Saturday Night Live thing where they did the Grouch? No. It, yeah, so. it, it was it was Sesame Street. It was the Grouch in the trash can, except it was done like the Joker. That's awesome. It was fantastic. Really well done. Oh. Actually, Mike Diva did it. And oh, so, really? No, I yeah. saw that he's he's doing a bunch of SNL stuff. Yeah, he did the, he did the Mario Kart thing too. Hell yeah. Which is like yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Good for you, Mike. Yeah, Mike Diva did. He did the Bash Brothers, the the SNL thing, or the uh, or the Andy Samberg uh, Lonely Island thing. Mm-hmm. He did. Um, God, I mean, he's a done a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. He's very popular on YouTube. I know his YouTube yeah. stuff. He's worked with uh, Lil Nas X on a bunch of stuff as well. And mm-hmm. so, anyway, yeah. very, 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 very talented internet video guy who then has transferred that onto yeah. the larger. I popular. remember watching Mike Diva, Freddie Wong, and Quarter Digital. Oh, yeah. And I was like, man, these people are doing so many cool like things with like. Uh, visual effects on YouTube. Yeah, it was like it's awesome. I'm assuming Corridor's probably worked on some big movies, right? Because like you know, something like a Marvel movie will be like, oh, they're gonna hire 50 different studios to work on different parts of the movie. At this point, they're talented enough that they've got to been hired out to work on stuff like that. Right? Maybe, but I mean, they've also been very consistently pumping out yeah. a lot of stuff. I mean, they've expanded. They have the node and all that kind of stuff. Like did they're you, doing so much. Did you see Corridor Digital's uh, anime thing they just put out? I believe I saw. Is this isn't the AI generated anime? Kinda. It's yeah. it's it's rock paper scissors, but mm. done in anime style. Yeah. But they filmed them and then like did an overlay where it's like basically they took the mm. overlay and just made an animated character, make an anime character. I saw. And did there, it super fast. There's back and forth discourse on this. Now I'm interested in how they're going to utilize this in the future. But there's also the argument I've seen of people saying like one pay animators and this is just rotoscoping with AI. I'm no film expert. Here, I mean, but it's well. I mean, yes, that is tricky. And yeah, pay animators absolutely, pay artists absolutely. Mm-hmm. But at some point, it becomes a tool. You know, that's what like, I think the argument. Yeah, is. Yeah, like, like there you go, right there. This? So there you can yeah. see how it went from like them oh. shooting the live yeah. video to then overlaying a Borderlands almost style look to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, really badass. But it's a new tool. You know, it's like. That's like saying like, oh well, you know, you 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 know, use the blur tool in Photoshop. Back in the day, you would hire someone to blur it out. You know, it's like, it's a tricky line. You know, like I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying it's the best thing ever, but it's like it's a new tool. You know, it's like you make things more efficient, you make things better. Yes, you may eliminate some process to get there, which may reduce people. But at the same time, it's like but you're making new stuff. You want and, things to be efficient now. Yeah, I mean, like that's the big argument. Is how key. many? fields where it's like sure you might eliminate specific specialties in like the medical field but ultimately you want technology to be pushed forward yeah yeah. right this is media so but like you want tech to advance yeah that's what they're saying is like if if what they're arguing can happen then yes that would alleviate a lot of people to work on separate parts of the project and expand on them while Again, I'm not animated here but what I'm understanding is like they'll take some of the animation concepts or like especially lower lower intensity shots 
and go, okay, we as AI, or I say we, it's like the computer, will fill that in and do in-between animations so that other animators can focus on heavier scenes. I can wrap my mind around that. So I, if, if we keep that kind of intensity and drive, then I'm all for seeing what the future is gonna provide and what we can do with this technology or this tool. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like that, that kind of stuff exists already, where like even like simulation, where it's like, you know, in, when you're watching something like The Hobbit or something with a massive army of people, it's like they're not individually animating all of those people. Right. It's like just apply, you know, this is general motion. Like we saw that in Mulan, like it was like yeah. 90 what? Yeah. Yeah, and so it's like okay, here's like here's some general like we need a walking animation and then like some general fighting and just kind of hit each other. Mm -hmm. so, okay, cool, and just apply it to everything as opposed to like going in and manually doing each one. So True. it's that kind of even even like cloth. I mean, like like simulation in cloth and fabric. It's like that was you literally now be like this is a cloth that weighs yeah. this much is this heavy how will it rest on someone and they they simulate that as opposed to animating every frame of it and mm. so it's the next tier of that. It's just another tool, you know. See, I'm also interesting to think about this, like um, textures is hair animation. I know that was a big, big jump between like Frozen 2 and then things like Encanto. It's like now you have all these different textures and styles. I'm like, okay, that would be really cool if you could generate cycles of like, okay, someone turning their head. It's like, okay, now I set my parameters and hands off. If the computer can take over from there and run the sequence, that's really cool. We could definitely use that. I mean, I think that's kind of the case. It's sort of what that's that's the idea. It's like mm -hmm. you should be able to make that kind of stuff on your phone if you wanted to, you know. But yeah. at least, I don't know. Like again, it's it's sort of you saw the people that specialize in it, right? Yeah, and, yeah. Like that know about it, and like it's it's in their field. Yeah, and you can also always tweak stuff too, or so you can be like, okay, I want to set this up. Here's my parameters, but I need to just adjust it a little bit more, like add this or move this around, something along those lines. But. I don't know. It's 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 fascinating, but it really is just producing more tools for people to use, and ideally makes things better. But, Absolutely. But then you go back and like watch Jurassic Park, and it's like this feels better than ninety percent of the animated movies or you know CGI involved movies out there. But at the same time, I say that damn near every movie has some form of CGI now, whether you know it or not. Right. So True. it was like. You know, there's so many things, like you watch something like The Last of Us and it's like, holy shit, it's like, this all feels real. But it's like, oh, that's mostly CGI is what you're looking at. Like all right. the backgrounds and everything, yeah. the stuff that you're not paying attention to, it's like, that's what's changing. And it's like, oh, that's cool. And the idea of like, Digital backdrops and yeah. things like some like we're talking about like going Mandalorian and stuff. Just like, expanding that's, the immersion process. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like technically, sense. they're re re reducing the number of animators they need because all of it's live on set and they're using Unreal to like make this backdrop that moves when the camera does, as opposed to like we're gonna drop this actor, we're gonna drop Pedro in front of a green screen, film it, and then you know compo you know composite him into the frame and get the background all right. It's like. Technically, you're eliminating those positions. I would have done that, but instead, you're producing something different, and there's different positions that go along with that. So, true, true. Yeah. give and take. I, I'm I'm all about progress, like you know, not for the sake of progress, but I like progress in like in the right way and handled properly. And Absolutely. So, yeah. And if you're curious about the discourse, please. I've only seen it on Twitter, um, but yeah, I, I like hearing. I mean, people within the industry speaking about. Uh, like quarter representatives and then other animators weighing in going, here's my experience with this tech. I've used it or here's why I haven't used it. I'm like, okay, again, this is all like, you all are wizards to me who just make the cartoon go. So I go, oh, cool. Sure. Awesome. I'll learn about this. So what it all comes down to is Ren and Nico are destroying the planet. So damn, you bastards, you corridor bastards. <laughs> Put that on your React channel. <laughs> <laughs> like anime inspired shows also talking about animation on um, Castlevania is incredible. Oh, it's fantastic. I went back and started rewatching that too have they announced the new the new show with the next Belmont 
or no? Oh, I have no idea. Okay, because no. Powerhouse Animation is the, the creators behind Castlevania. You can dance right now if you want to. Go ahead. Oh my god, it's happening. <laughs> After Ruby and Volume 9, Ruby dies Castlevania. Episode 3, we discussed we discuss She's that brought back as a vampire. It's amazing oh, stuff. I'm all about Word. it. <laughs> I, would, I would sign up. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Yeah. She already has the red and black motif. It's perfect. That's true. The scythe, make, they turn it out into, like, into wood and they stab her with it. Oh my god. It's genius. Yeah. It still writes itself. It's a scythe and it's also a stake. Well, that's the Buffy crossover. Mm. Naturally. <laughs> Speaking Good of crossing times. over. Damn, we talked that much, huh? We so did. I think it's time to cross over back into real life. It's late. We got to go right. do, we got to go record our first thing, the the last call. So thank you, first mm-hmm. members, for hanging out. You should watch that on the site as well. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, we're good. that's it. Time for the Y'all post the show. Best. Let's yes. get out of here. Thank you so much. Make sure to watch all the things and buy all the stuff and do all the things and support us in the various ways. Yes. That's watch it. Ruby Volume 9. Appreciate you. Love you very much. And we'll see you next week for another Off Topic. Maybe Mike will be back. No promises. He's I dead. Nah, don't He's worry about it. Nah, cut the feed. All right, bye.